Hello and welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Janiel Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to live true to yourself and to live in integrity with your greatness. And so for you to then achieve the results that you really want to achieve, to create the outcomes that you want to create and really live the life that you want to live. This is my weekly episode of Three Insights from My Journal, where I share three things I am reflecting on, three insights maybe I have received, or just three things which are relevant uh, that have been relevant in conversations with me and my clients and my community. The intention behind me sharing this is so you can then reflect on this and really transform the way you are seeing in your world and the way that and who you are being in your world. So then that will ultimately reflect and transform the way you show up and the results that you create. Awesome. So this week, I really want to talk about three things. Number one, it's about communication and relationships. Number two, it's about motivation and and inspiration and being consistently motivated or the lack of being consistently motivated. And number three, the importance of doing nothing. So stay tuned for the, the whole episode so you can capture all those juicy stuff that, we, uh, that we're going to share today. Cool. So the first one is really I've been reflecting on and I've been reading about and I've been kind of studying how people behave in certain situations. And ultimately, people act in a certain situation because of the way a situation occurs to them. Now, let me give you an example. Uh, Last year, I was coaching a partner of a consulting firm and he was leading a, a junior analyst. And the partner was really kind of wondering why this individual isn't performing as he should. He was technically not performing as he should in, in, in the partner's mind. He wasn't really pulling his weight. He was a bit distant from the team and he didn't see, really seem with it in the workplace um, and, and the work that he was conducting. And the partner was extremely frustrated. Um, he was annoyed. He had had multiple conversations with this individual and there was no kind of mutual understanding and there was no really much communication between them, no much real communication uh, and it had no impact. And then I asked the partner is, have you, have you really understood what's going on in his world? And the partner didn't really know what I meant by that. He, he was like, what do you mean? I mean, it, it is what it is. And so we had the, this whole conversation about how people behave in certain situations is because of the way that a situation or life event is occurring to them. One could also, in, in psychology, they would call this separate realities. So the partner is seeing a reality one way on how things should be like. And the analyst is seeing things in a completely different way. And in the communication between the two previously, there was no understanding of each other's reality. And so the partner, in this case, had not actually inquired how the situation is occurring in the analyst's mind. And when they did have the conversation, when the partner actually asked, actually, how, how do you see the situation? How do you, how is it occurring to you? The, the, the analyst started to share what's going on in his world, the way that he's seeing the situation at work, 
And so that allowed the partner to really understand how this analyst is viewing the situation. And it, it gives a it, it really gives an understanding of why he is doing the things or not doing the things. What's the reason behind it? And it, because for him, it, for the analyst, it makes sense what he's doing, given what is occurring to him. And so when the partner was able to do that, when the partner was able to really get into the world of the analyst, that's when transformation can happen because a partner has met the analyst where he is or was. And so then that led to a whole different um, you know, outcome, which was obviously beneficial for, for both because they were both happy at the end of it. They, you know, the, the results showed and um, there, there was a much more fulfilled relationship. There was much more of an effective uh, performance at work. And, you know, the, ultimately that led to the bottom line. And so that, obviously that was a work-based scenario. And it really just goes to show the importance of understanding each other and really communicating. What the partner showed in that situation when he was under, he was really asking the questions to understand how a situation occurred to the analyst, there was a greater sense of compassion, understanding, listening, and really coaching. That is what coaching is all about in, in the workplace. And that is true leadership. And so the way that a situation occurs to an individual can be seen by their language or can be heard by their language. Because a, and, and a situation occurs via language, it's, it's created via language. And so when we're able to really listen to the words that someone is speaking and ask them more about what's actually going on in their world, how are they seeing things, it allows us to really understand where they're coming from. It gives us the ability to um, treat others with compassion. And ultimately, that leads to better outcomes. Because if we are not understanding each other, and if we're continuing to communicate, or you know, what one could call communication, which is not real communication, at a level of this is what's going on in my head, and that's what's going on in your head, um, and not actually understanding what's going on in each other's heads, then it's not very effective. It also reminds me of um, a quote that Sydney Banks once said. Sydney Banks is, you know, a, 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 a um, he basically came up with the three principles. It's, it's a form of psychology. He's not a psychologist, but he trained a lot of psychologists having this insight about how the mind works. And he essentially said, people are doing the best they can with the thinking that they have. People are doing the best they can with the thinking that they have. And it's so true because regardless of the behavior, whether someone's, um, you know, uh, performing at a very high level in the workplace, or if someone is having an argument at home um, over something really small, that could be very small for us, but very big for them, they are doing the best they can with what they are thinking in that moment in time. And when we are able to understand this, it really allows us to remember that they are doing the best with what 
with, with the thinking they have. And so it allows us to meet them where they are. It, it provides us with the vehicle or the space for compassionate listening. Um, and so this obviously goes with relationships at home and at work. When, when, other, when people at home are kind of doing something and behaving a certain way, they are doing the best they can with the thinking that they have. And so how can we continue to remember that at home um, even obviously, even when things are highly tense, sometimes maybe it's just important to remember that, and also important to understand what's going on in their reality. So rather than us being the leader in certain situations, rather than us becoming defensive and reactive in certain situations, what about if we took a step back and intentionally really ask them about? what's going on in their reality? What, what are they currently seeing? How is the situation occurring to them? And really understanding what's going on in their mind, in their world. That can then allow more of an effective outcome because people are being heard, they're being seen, and that's what people really want. Um, and then it allows us to come together to create a more uh, prosperous, transformative outcome, which wouldn't have been created if we were just to defend what our worldview is and the way that we are seeing a situation. Cool. So next time when you're having a conversation with someone and it's not getting anywhere, remember people are doing the best they can with the thinking that they have. And also, are we actually understanding how the situation is occurring to them? Are we getting into their reality? And so uh, my last episode of three insights or three insights from a journal, I spoke about superior listening. So if, if you haven't checked that out, I give an exercise where I talk about, um, or I basically share an exercise on how we can become better listeners um, and, and practice superior listening. Cool. On to the next point. Um, I was kind of reflecting on my own behavior over the last few years. And as you know, I, I'm really passionate about what I do. I am very motivated at times when I'm starting a new project, when I am creating something new, when I am embarking on a new journey. And the motivation is really high towards this big goal, which I love. But then as time goes on, it's very easy for that motivation to drop, as it is with anything. And I was kind of reflecting on my own behavior as well as behaviors of general visionaries. Like, so I, I would class myself as a visionary. I love to create my head, my head's in the clouds all the time. I have loads of ideas and uh, that's very easy for me to think things, to think of things at a very high level. But when, the, when it comes down to execution and the day-to-day -day kind of workflow, the, the motivation can drop very easily. And I, and I, and I lose a lot of energy in the, in the day-to-day stuff, um, which I, you know, which I, which is not so much in my flow, um, which I'm very conscious of. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's just having, it's good to have the awareness of that. And so that I can get people in and, and build a team who, um, are really good to the day-to-day -day stuff. Anyway, that's a, that's a different point. So my question, my, my, my reflection was, you know, how can I consistently stay kind of motivated on, on, on a daily basis? And I think my own, perspective on this is that, look, motivation is great towards a big goal. And as we start big projects, it's very easy to be motivated. Like a project for you might, might be your work-related one. It could be just, you know, losing weight and getting back and you'll get back into shape. Um, and so at first you may hire the PT, you may, you know, 
get, get that gym membership up and going again and you go for a few weeks, but then it doesn't really follow, you know, you don't really follow through because when it comes down to counting the calories and doing all the other stuff, it can be quite of a, a boring thing to do. And so how can we consistently stay motivated? Well, I think that's not the question. I think we need, we need to ask a, a different question. Um, how can I consistently stay connected and aligned with my vision? And so when we are able to consistently remind ourselves of the, the reason, not just the reason why, but actually what's really most important to us, what's most aligned with us, that on a daily basis can be or has been most powerful for me as well as other you know, members of my community. And so I don't think it's just about having very high motivation as it is about the day-to-day small alignment, small steps to alignment, small steps of inspiration. And I think on the day-to-day basis, it's, I, I would even ask myself the question, what keeps me inspired just for today? What inspires me just for today? And I'd rather have, you know, 5% inspiration on a daily basis for 10 years rather than having 100% motivation for two days at the beginning over five years and then it drops to kind of 1% or less than that even, um, or, or nothing, which is happening, which happens most of the time. So it's, for me, it's about the consistent inspired action on a daily basis. What keeps me inspired just for today? And so when I have this big vision in mind, but today I, I, I may not be feeling so inspired, well, forget the big vision for now. What keeps me inspired today? Um, it just brings me back to the present moment. It keeps my energy consistently aligned in the present moment it doesn't make things so daunting to keep to have this high motivation all the time and um that just really helps me rather than trying to you know create this massive uh, motivational energy that i had you know six weeks ago when i first created this project but then now it's kind of kind of dead um because let's face it, that, that that's very easy to have high motivation when you're inspired to to start something new. But then it's not so much about starting as it is about doing it consistently. Um, and so, what keeps me inspired just for today? That's what I think about. It's just, just a random kind of a thought and insight that I was reflecting on earlier on this week. Um, so, a question for you is: Yeah, you know, what keeps you inspired? What 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 is it that allows you to main maintain consistent energy just for today what what allows you to just be inspired to take that one small step today um, and focus on that rather than trying to get all motivated um, all the time cool so the third one is um, actually really important um, for many of you know you who are listening to this podcast who are ambitious individuals who want to achieve things in the world, who want to live a life true to yourself. You want to lead by example to others. You want to make an impact. You want to create businesses, create projects, create missions. You want to really do things in the world. And so many of us who are into this kind of way of living, um, you are 
you know, you, maybe you're an executive, maybe you are an entrepreneur, maybe you are a leader in the workplace, maybe you, you, you're leading at home and you're creating the dream life for your family. It's very easy for us to be busy and have our calendars packed with things and and to because obviously we're excited to create things we want to make things happen we want to perform at a high level we want to achieve things with that said i want to remind us of the importance of doing nothing the importance of doing absolutely nothing and the reason why it's important to do absolutely nothing at times is because a lot of the times our minds are creating certain things um, to do. And, it, and it, it's very easy to, to be caught up being busy, right? Busy being busy. And the, the practice of doing nothing really returns us back to nothingness, which is what we are. You know, we are nothing. Everything that um, is created is created from a place of nothingness. And so from this place of nothingness, say, for example, if you did nothing all weekend, from this place of nothingness, everything is possible. Because when we return back home to zero, we live in, we're, we're, it's, it's an abundant universe and we, we, we have a blank slate in our minds where anything can be created. And so we're not caught up in the same, we're not at the same level of thinking that we were during the week when we were doing things all the time and our minds were blocked up with all this thought. Um, and so we're able to receive solutions to massive problems which we weren't able to receive during the week. And from this place of nothingness, everything is possible. So we're open to receiving insights. We 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 can create the space for exponential growth, but not even just for growth. The importance of doing nothing, also for our own mental well-being, for our own recovery, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, obviously it's great. And so there are times like, for example, for me, for the last few weeks have been absolutely busy. I've been, you know, traveling, I've been, you know, uh, doing stuff during the week and there's been events in the weekend, but as, and there are seasons for that, there's this time for that, but there's also a time where I, for example, this weekend, I've blocked out the whole weekend to do nothing and just to be, and when, whenever this happens to me and my clients, I find when, or whenever we create the time for this, we create the space for this in the weekend, for example, problems, which I thought were problems actually do, do not uh, gone because it was just created in my own mind. I receive so much insights. I just feel energized and the energy is, has changed. So then I'm able to start the week, a whole new different person, really. Um, it's just an incredible way to have some exponential growth externally, but also exponential happiness and inner peace and um, balance internally as well. So my question to you is, when are you next scheduled to do absolutely nothing? And if nothing has been scheduled in for that, I would highly recommend testing it out. Just do nothing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing and just kind of go with the flow for the weekend and not, or whatever in, during the week and sit there and just be rather than do all right, I really hope that you found this episode valuable. If you have, I would love to hear from you. I would love it if you also shared this episode with anyone who it could benefit. And for those of you who have listened to my podcast and find great value in it and who um, want to support me with the mission, I really value and appreciate it if you were able to put in a review on Apple Podcasts. That would really help the podcast reach more people 
and I'm able to create a bigger impact um, and together we can share um, our message and create the impact that we really want to create in the world. Have a great afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world and I'll speak to you soon.